Good morning and welcome to the internet's only live daily housing show exclusively on BAM. The hot sheet covers what you need to know about the real estate industry in a 24-hour time period. On today's hot sheet, I will discuss a short-term rental Twitter debate, how many homes in the U.S. is missing according to Zillow, and an update on mortgage demand and delinquencies. Today is Wednesday, June 28th, 2023. I am Byron Lazine, and the hot sheet starts now. Welcome back to the hot sheet. Hit the thumbs up. Appreciate you being here. Let me know which market you are tuning in from. And if you want all of the hot sheet, including our daily downloads, make sure you click the link below for BAM X. And we have a 4th of July special going on. So when you sign up for the annual, you get 15% off. Use the code USA from now till July 4th. So if you want those hot sheet da daily downloads, plus the courses, plus access to the live streams in our private group, and all of our best content, go to BAMX and type in USA for discount code 15% uh, off from now to July 4th. Okay, Twitter is hot right now on an Airbnb debate. Okay, so this initial tweet went 16.7 million views. It's a little unfortunate. It's a little unfortunate that this happened. So this, this guy, Nick, uh, Jurley. So a lot of people know him and his YouTube channel as Reventure. His YouTube channel has grown immensely over the last uh, couple of years. It gets 4 million monthly views on YouTube. It's insane to me, but it tells you that uh, doom and gloom does, does sell. It gets, it gets clicks. Okay. So here's the tweet from, from Nick. The Airbnb collapse is real. Revenues are down nearly 50% in cities like Phoenix and Austin. Watch out for a wave of forced selling from Airbnb owners later this year in the areas hit hardest by the revenue collapse. So obviously, if this were to be true, agents in these markets should be networking and creating relationships right now with Airbnb owners if, if there's going to be a wave of sales. So according to Nick's data, uh, again, Nick is, if you know him, it's 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 probably from ReVenture, his YouTube channel. His source is All The Rooms. So alltherooms.com, we'll look at that source. And then we're going to look at a reply that went viral uh, to this as well. So uh, he's got... Uh, Here's the list of the metros here. Severville, Tennessee, down 47 plus percent. Phoenix and Austin and Myrtle Beach and San Antonio and Asheville, North Carolina. Cool little town. Who's been to Asheville before? Salisbury, Maryland, Nashville, Tennessee, uh, Denver and Breckenridge, Colorado are in the top 10. All of them 37 percent or more on a percent change in revenue per available listing from May 2022 to May 2023, year over year, okay? New Orleans, uh, Lakeland, Florida, Seattle, Panama City, and Orlando uh, round out the top 15 here, according to this data from all the rooms. Now you can see uh, Nick goes on and and puts up some, some more uh, charts here, okay? So 
Airbnb rentals versus homes for sale. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of rentals, not not many homes for sale. And I I talked about this recently on Knowledge Brokers, myself, Lisa, and Tom. And listen, we believe that there is going to be some inventory that does come onto the market from Airbnb. We don't believe in a collapse, a cratering. That there's not a lot of data that supports that. Okay. I mean, this. These revenue drops uh, that Nick's pointing out were disputed. Okay, so let's go back into um, the tweet thread here. So disputed, not just by you know commenters. Here, here's the problem I have with with this particular post coming from from Nick. Just before I go to the response in his reventure channel, anytime anybody responds to him you can go through this thing got 16.7 million views there's tons and tons of comments nobody responds to him he's not up for debate we love to debate here with bam professional debates it's something that has been very popular on this channel having a debate between what's going on in the real estate industry what's going on in housing how do you see things what's your data say can you back it up that doesn't happen with a lot of these doom and gloomers they drop a bomb on twitter and then they run and hide in their hole this particular person in 2000 this 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 person right here reventure on youtube in 2020 and 2021 continue to tell people do not buy homes this crash is happening now well what happened since then Home gains went up 40 plus percent. We're only down 5.1% from the peak. Right now, we sit at 2.4% down from the peak. The lowest we got was 5.1. So everybody that listened to him missed out on 40% gains. All the buyers in 2020, 2021, was like, well, well, he says he's got 300,000 subs on YouTube. He says the market's going to crash. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. It makes agents jobs so hard in their local market when there's somebody with this much of a following giving out awful advice when it comes to home values for three years gave out terrible advice continues to push the same agenda for the same clicks over and over and over again just keeps running with the same headline from 2020 markets crashing don't buy don't buy real estate Everybody that didn't buy in 2020, 2021 is upset with that decision. They missed out on massive gains. They also missed out on the ability to print money at two, three, four percent mortgage interest rates that aren't coming back for some time. But the bigger problem isn't the advice. The bigger problem is when challenged doesn't respond. And he was challenged here again on Twitter. Okay, so let's go to the uh tweet here from jamie lane credible source and i'll tell you why uh here's jamie lane a viral tweet about short-term rental data let's get some facts straight there is not a collapse in uh revpal happening it is down in 2023 yes is it down 40 percent? no i've pulled numbers from air dna's data set mirroring the analysis done by nick uh, what do we find? Okay. The average market listed, um, 
seeing a decrease of 3.6%, not 40.3%. So I've got this chart uh, available for you in the daily download here. Let's take a look at it. Um, so they're comparing all the rooms data with air DNA's data. Okay, so uh, the Tennessee location here, 47% according to all the rooms. And Nick, now I went on all the rooms, couldn't find this, by the way. Uh, 9.4% on air DNA. Phoenix, 47% versus three. You can see the discrepancies. The discrepancies are enormous on every single market. These, no these numbers don't make any sense. So is all the rooms right? Or is Air DNA right? Now, just being fair, I want to look at both. You know, if I go on, on Air DNA, I can find this extensive short-term rental mid-year outlook. Uh, we've covered it here on the hot sheet in the past where they're giving their trends, demand, supply, occupancy, average daily rates, uh, revenue per available rent. That's that rev pair number. Um, you, you've got their outlook here. So, so they are projecting occupancy to go down. Okay. But listen, they're projecting it from a high of 62.8% in 2021 when everybody was Airbnb. And now you have more inventory for sure. And 2022, uh, it was 59.5. They're projecting 2023, 57%, 2024, 56%. I agree with this, that the more inventory you get on, this occupancy is going to go down because there's only so much demand we're getting into potential recessionary times. I also do believe that some people went out and bought Airbnb and didn't know what they were getting themselves into. And that's mostly what we talked about on knowledge brokers, that some of that inventory should come on eventually. If you're, if you're only getting, you know, 56, 57% occupancy rate, you know, per air DNA's report or forecast here, you know, that's a lot of work. You know, you know, you're renting short term. It's only occupied 50% of the time cleaning this, that it's just a lot of work. And so if you weren't prepared for that, those listing, that inventory could potentially come onto the market, assuming that they've got gains. I'm, I'm certain that they do. Um, do I, do I think there's going to be, a, you know, enough that helps our inventory crisis? No, but I, I do believe there'll be some, uh, not a collapse, uh, in any measurement that I can see right now, we'll basically, and Logan Motoshama responded to this Twitter um, debate here. And he's like, uh, we're not seeing it in the listing inventory data. If there is a collapse, trust me, if there is a true collapse by definition, this is my problem with, with reventure with Nick, he uses a, a phrase and says it. So, Matter of factly, Airbnb is collapsing, won't discuss it, won't debate it, uh, but then it doesn't it doesn't show up in the active listing inventory. If there was a collapse, a cratering of Airbnb, all of a sudden there'd be a whole lot of homes for sale, a lot of Airbnb homes for sale. Let me know in your market if you're experiencing a lot of inventory, uh, a lot of Airbnb specifically. Now, maybe you are in, in, in that market, and I'd love to know from that. I'd, I'd like to have an open discussion back and forth. I'd love to host a debate between Nick and AirDNA and, and look at why are your numbers so far off, okay? AirDNA, anyways, looks very credible. You can go through this report, and they've got a lot of information here. 
Okay. Um, they just got a ton of information breaking down the short-term rental market. I'm, I'm just scrolling through this. This is a huge report. Okay. Uh, downside risk and economic uncertainty is not hindered, uh, you know, short-term rental performance. Okay. And then I went to all the rooms latest report that they have available on their websites for quarter four, 2022. I, I did scroll through that. Okay. None of the information that Nick posted on Twitter is on here. So maybe you could see not, not as extensive. This is five charts, um, a table graph. And so maybe, maybe there's a huge paywall behind all the rooms, but you know, nowhere could I find these numbers. Now, interestingly enough, air DNA backing up their numbers on Twitter in, in this, well, it's not really a back and forth because they're putting it out there and, and nobody's coming back. All the rooms hasn't come out and said, Hey, Nick's right. He used our data and our data's rock solid because of, you know, X, Y, and Z. All the rooms hasn't done that. So moral of the story, similar to yesterday, unfortunately, when you've got somebody who's always selling fear, who, who's always doom and glooming, who's like, by the way, he, he makes his videos, um, you know, from his rental in Texas, the guy doesn't own. Um, when you're selling this fear, when you're selling this, hey, be part of the club of never owning real estate like me because it's always going to crash and you sell the same video over and over and over and over again, you amass a bigger following than somebody who, who just wants to put out the straight facts and the straight data. Uh, when you're not willing to debate those facts is where I have, have the problem because there are getting hurt by the information. If you're not willing to get on and have the conversation, uh, that that's where it becomes an issue. So I, I'd love to see all the rooms and maybe air DNA do a debate. Um, if Nick's not going to do it, maybe they, they can speak, maybe all the rooms should come out and say, hey, here's why our, uh, information that Nick was using is so far off from what air DNA is using. Maybe air DNA is wrong. I, I, I don't know if this were to be true on the left, if, if, um, all the rooms analysis were to be true, then I would have to agree with Nick that, that we've got a significant amount of, uh, inventory about to hit the market. And we should be seeing that right now in real time where some of these investors are starting to ask agents, Hey, uh, how much can I get for my place? I'm thinking about selling it, thinking about getting out of the, the Airbnb business, not working out for me. Um, but are those conversations happening? Lo love to know from you in your market, if those conversations are happening and if they were to go on the market, it would certainly be helpful. The U.S. right now needs 4.3 million more homes. That's right. We have a construction crisis and a new Zillow report breaks down the affordability crisis in the U.S. that shows the true gap between household formation and available housing, which currently sits at 4.3 million missing homes. I covered this in detail on yesterday's Real Word podcast. So if you want all of it, go check out that on the channel. Uh, but I will drop these down below in the daily download. New household uh, households and family formation outpaces growth in housing stock. Uh, yearly difference in total households formed, total families formed, and total housing stock. So you see total housing stock is obviously the lowest number, while total families formed 
uh, being well over 4 million and uh, total households formed being also over uh, 4 million and uh, total housing stock being 3 million or under there. Um, this is the first time really that there's been this wide of a gap, you know, leading up to 2020. Those lines were, those three lines were very, very close to each other um, in the past. This is also on nowbam.com if you want the full report or again on the Real World podcast yesterday. The number of missing homes is increasing. Okay. So 2015, this is according to Zillow study. We've seen numbers between two and seven million. Zillow's putting a firm number on it at 4.3 million right now. But in 2015, their number was 2.7 million. So the amount of inventory that we need, certainly for affordable housing, continues to widen right now. Year over year over year, this number gets bigger. Uh, it's also worth pointing out that the income level of households is unable to find homes of their own. Okay. So uh, it speaks to the affordability. Most of the families doubling up. So two families living in the same place, 68% are earning 35,000 or less, uh, making it clear to anyone paying attention that we need higher numbers of affordable housing. Okay. Um, George Ratu, the uh, chief economist for Keeping Current Matters, formerly Realtor.com, says we're in an environment in which the market is not temporarily or momentarily underdisplayed. We are structurally underbuilt. This is like a systemic problem in real estate, the biggest problem that we are faced with right now. Okay. Uh, so there you go. Zillow has put a number on the inventory crisis. It's 4.3 million more homes that are needed. Uh, we just saw today, I think it was today from U.S. Census Bureau that um, new home sales in May were up 12%. Okay, so new homes we know makes up 25% of the inventory right now. Uh, sales are up 12%. If those were affordable and not $550,000 average price point, that number would be even higher. Uh, it's also boosted up mortgage application demand. So mortgage applications increased 3% from the week earlier, according to Mortgage Banker Association. Okay. So there's 3% on a seasonally adjusted basis. On an unadjusted basis, uh, the index increased 8% compared with the previous week. These are good signals here as we approach 4th of July weekend that demand is remaining constant. Okay. We'd love to see this continue throughout the summer. History tells us that it won't. We'll see what happens. The refinance index also increased 3% from the previous week. That was, of course, 32% lower than the same week one year ago. The seasonally adjusted purchase index um, is, again, 3% from one week earlier. The, uh, the number from year over year is 21% lower year over year. Okay, so uh, that is your mortgage demand update for the week. And we have an update on Fannie and Freddie serious delinquencies in May. Okay. If there was an Airbnb collapse and we're not seeing that in the active listings, wouldn't we see that in delinquencies? Well, delinquencies in May for single families declined. Okay. And multifamilies increased. I've been saying this. I'm more afraid about the multifamily uh, segment of the market. Uh, then, you know, certainly more afraid of, com of office commercial, but multifamily 
oversupplied right now more too much supply coming out i see rents coming down i see multi, i see people that got into this multifamily craze um and we know we know that uh some of them got ahead of their skis and, and just quite frankly overpaid for for multifamily as rents come down okay uh single family serious delinquencies uh 90 days or in foreclosure this is at the lowest point in really 20 years okay so you can you can follow freddie and fanny uh these points you know points of the line here are lowest point in 20 years certainly um in line with where we were uh before the mortgage crisis took place uh and really lower than you know the average there from from 98 this chart showing from 98 till today so for those that believe the uh you know the foreclosures are coming the foreclosures are coming or not seeing it yet we were down again in may but can point to an increase in multi-family we're at the highest point since uh early 2021 and before that since uh january of 2013 so multi-families are back on the rise for foreclosures that makes sense to me if you've been following along here uh from the things i've been saying about rents and multifamily, it should make sense freddie mac uh, reported that single family serious delinquency rate in may was 0.58 percent that's down from 0.6.6.61 percent uh, 6 in april freddie rate is down year over year from 0.8% in May 2022. It's below pre-pandemic lows. Freddie's seriously uh, serious delinquency rate peaked in February 2010 at 4.2% following the housing bubble um, and peaked at 3.17% in August 2020 during the pandemic. Uh, okay, so again, below pre-pandemic levels, the chart shows us it's, it's well below, you know, really almost almost anything or in line with the low in the last 20 years and uh for those loans that are in three-month payments or past due and foreclosures mortgages and forbearances are also being counted as delinquent in this monthly report um they're not reported to credit bureaus but in this report they're being counted okay so we know that that numbers come down to you know just over a couple hundred thousand we talked about that uh just recently but those numbers are also included in here. We know that forbearances don't lead to foreclosure uh, all that often at all. Uh, Gabe from Gabe Martin says many real estate towns in Colorado have put a moratorium on Airbnb and v VRBO because it cuts into housing for renters that are working at resorts. Sounds like you are in a uh, in your town in Colorado, a big tourist town, so. Um, interesting data there. And so you've got a lot of, you know, a lot of beach communities that put, you know, restrictions on, Hey, you can only do 30 term rental or, or certainly HOAs, you know, like where I'm sitting, I'm sitting in Naples, Florida today. And a lot of these HOAs have, Hey, you can do a, a maximum of three rentals and it's gotta be a minimum of 30 days. They don't want Airbnb in the community, a bunch of weeklies, uh, you know, going and using the pool and using the amenities. It's how you put wear and tear on a property. So, yeah, there's as much inventory as there as has exploded the last couple of years in Airbnb. There's certainly a tan. There's a total addressable market. Not every property is going to be able to go uh, Airbnb. Okay. 
Uh, for Fannie, loans made in 2024 or earlier, 1% of portfolio, 1.85% serious delinquent, down from 1.92% for loans made in 2025 through 2028. I mean, 2008, 2005, 2008, uh, 2.95 are in serious delinquent, down from 3.07%. Okay. Uh, all right. So there you go. Moral to the story for today. Okay. For, for the doom and gloomers, um, you, you got serious discrepancy between short-term rental data and love to hear a debate there. You, you've got 4.3 million homes short to meet demand. According to Zillow, uh, an Airbnb bus wouldn't make that up. And you've got foreclosures, serious delinquencies anyways, uh, declining in May below pre-pandemic levels and, and in line with the lowest point we've seen in over 20 years. Okay. So we, we're not going to be able to talk about any type of real estate collapse in single family housing until we start to see that in the, you know, a leading invent, uh, indicator like inventory going up because that would indicate people are in trouble. We're not seeing anything close to that. 10 year on uh, today, we are down a tick to 3.748. Yesterday's 30-year fixed rate on the daily survey uh, came in at 6.92. So we just are really riding that 6.9 number on the 30-year fixed. Uh, love, love to know more of your thoughts in the replay, what's going on in your market on the Airbnb, and love for you to join me on BAMX. It's where you can get access to all the daily downloads, including the charts that we went over today. Every single day, we upload those to BAMX. And right now, if you use code USA, you get 15% off of the annual that ends on July 4th. Use code USA and join me in BAMX for the best content in real estate. You know, there's a little hidden secret out there. These legacy real estate media companies, they want to gouge you and actually not show you how to do the things that they're talking about. You're basically just like making you pay for art. all of our articles are free. And then when they do make you pay for videos, it's just people on a panel pontificating uh, and they're selling that as a video. BAMX, we actually show you how to do the things we're talking about inside of uh, BAMX at a fraction of a cost. So our mission is to destroy legacy real estate media that is ripping you off. So if you don't want to be ripped off anymore, join BAMX where we have the best content of course, all of the hot sheet daily downloads, and you get 15% off of the annual, which is like a couple cup, cups of coffee a month, literally. So use USA, 15% off for the annual till July 4th. And until tomorrow, hope you have a great day and toodaloo.